into to the online broadcast network. After Buzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! I love this music. So when I saw them live, my friend and I were in the front row, and they actually like held the mic up to him, and he was like singing the lyrics. I'm like, we're so surreal. Oh man, that is amazing. Well, hi guys, welcome to episode four of our first season ever of Hindsight. Uh, This episode is called "A Very Important Date." My name is Sam Davidson. Um, here at AfterBuzz TV, be sure to just follow us, tweet us, comment at us, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, iTunes specifically, rate and review. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, again, my name is Sam. I have my lovely co-hosts here. Jackie Borowski. And I'm Allison Law, everyone. How are you doing? So, yet another wonderful 90s episode. I was... So insane. Every week, I just keep on thinking it's getting better. Next mm-hmm. week seems amazing. I don't even, we're not going to talk yeah. about it yet, but like every week seems so good. So I'm going to start off with talking about uh, Lolly and Becca. So it's a big conflict in general that Lolly's her best friend, mm-hmm. Becca's. And not only is she sleeping with her brother, but she knows that in this other life that she had, he kind of almost killed himself because of her. And we find that out, but... He went to rehab because of her, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we, we knew that, you know, during the pilot episode. We're like, okay, something happened. I'm sure it had to do with Lolly. You know, you make the connections. But they... First of all, Becca walks in on them. Yes. Yes. She that, saw her brother penis. Yeah, that, oh my my, that was my favorite part because Lolly was convinced she was just mad at them in general, but she was like, no, it's not cool to see your brother's yeah. penis. And she's like, not. wait, you haven't seen it before? She's well, like, well, we were, we were in the bathtub, and then I'm picking, like, yeah, I, I saw my brother's penis when we were in the bathtub. I don't know if you guys have brothers your age, but yeah, they bathe you together, and then they take, like, videos of it. So, <laughs> so Lolly, who doesn't have any siblings, she's very clearly an only child. Mm-hmm. Her character is perfect for being an only child, but, you know, she's like, whatever, it's not that big of a deal, I'm like, I've seen it before, but, you know, it's not something Becca wants to see on her, like, first day out into the world. Mm -hmm. Um, She goes on a bunch of job interviews. And she has to have the thought of, I just seen my brother's penis on my mind. Yeah. and Plus, she, she didn't really know that they were still... Having, they were still sleeping together. Yeah. yeah. Well, they lied about it. They totally lied about it. Um, more specifically, Lolly lied. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. Jamie doesn't really have to lie about it. Um, but so when Becca goes to her first job interview, it goes insanely well. Um, I'm kind of like, I was at first going to do like character the character. That's how I like to do with Becca, the Becca mm-hmm. story. But I kind of think I'm just going to like go through the whole thing. So she goes on her job interviews and she is... 
I think it, um, Layla, a couple weeks ago, our other host who's been out of town, she'll be back soon, but she said, you know, she's going to be really smart. You know, well, because it's ten years later, and and you notice the slip up on her resume where she says she's had seventeen, 17 years. years of experience, yeah. one point seven, <laughs> and um, we find out in this episode that it's not just the fact that she has experience; it's that she has this insight into really knowing how computers work and really knowing. Um, really having, uh, I guess, an upper hand because she knows the future. Yeah, and I mean, let's be real. Any of us could be a computer genius in 1995. Yeah, Windows 95 is hard. Yeah. That was my favorite line from this <laughs> I know, episode. she's like, no, I totally get it. It takes a minute. <laughs> like, and she it, she is taking her knowledge. Is it in, oh, is she taking advantage of it? I mean, whomever put her in this situation, whether it was Xavier, God, someone else weird, they put her in it for a reason. But, is she using this knowledge, like, is she taking advantage of the knowledge that she has? See, sometimes I think watching the show is like, yeah, it's a good thing she gets to go back. But sometimes I think she's not fixing things. She's actually messing things up a little bit, you know? And it, it kind of, it's starting to scare me now because I'm like, okay, she almost messed up with the whole Courtney and um, mm-hmm. Phoebe situation, you know? And then the whole friendship thingy with her and Lolly, you know, are they going to get in an argument about something else this time? And she's telling them, don't date, don't date. And that may be the pressure of them breaking up this time. Like, I love your brother. I want to be with him. If you don't accept it, then, you know, that can be an argument right there. But I, I see her making little mistakes here and there. And I don't know if it's it's to her advantage or not. Like, she's messing things up. It's the whole back to the future battle where you're, mm-hmm. like, sent to go fix, like, a particular thing. But it's, like, that creates a snowball of mm-hmm. other effects. Yeah, like a big wave of, like, messing other stuff up that you don't even know was connected to the thing you were trying to go back and change. And then mm-hmm. next thing you know, if something really bad happens, that is because... I mean, she's changed a lot thus far. Like, little things. But, like, she says, you know, Lolly said that she wasn't being, like, brave or something at the end. Like, making, like, important choices. But, you know, she has. She she left her job. She left Shanta at the altar. Um I would like to go, though, back to talking about Lolly and her. So when they, well, after she finds out they're having sex again, she's super accepting of it. Not, she just lets it go, but she says to Lolly, she tells her what happens. She mm-hmm. hasn't told Lolly yet what has happened between them as, a, as their friendship, why that's been ruined. But she did explain what happened to Jamie. Right. Mm-hmm. And she said, just promise me, make sure. You won't make that mistake. Like, if anything happens, come talk to me and, and don't hurt my brother. Yeah. It's really hard to, because, like, what are you going to do? You can't stop people from doing what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, so when she said that after she broke up with him, Jamie took, was it, like, a lot of pills or alcohol, he, alcohol poisoning? He had to get his stomach pumped. had to get his stomach pumped. We, I was discussing with someone at some point a couple weeks ago, like, how old Jamie was, how much younger he was than Becca. And it was clear in this episode that, he's yeah, in college. he's yeah. in college. So, Becca's 23, I'm assuming assuming that Lolly is 21. 20. Well, I, I don't know, I kind of think they're the same age. Because if she was 21, she might, would probably be in college too. I think Jamie is definitely, Jamie's 21 because he can go to the bars. Mm-hmm. So, let's say... It's a two-year age difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm, like, chopping it up to. Um, but they're a super adorable couple. Well, he's super adorable regardless. You know, he's so cute. I have a crush on him. But they, they are cute. You know, what What I really liked about them, too, 
I, I appreciate how he actually wanted to get to know her. And he went to the video store and was like, I'm going to sit down and get to know her and watch all her boring movies. And, you know, just get to know her a little bit better. And when she showed up at his door and he was just, you know, putting all the movies together and was telling her what it meant, that, that really touched my heart. You know, you saw the moment when she just, like, ran his arms like, oh, my God, you actually took the time and you get it and you know why there's a connection between those films. And that's that means something to me if a guy actually does that. You know, he's really trying to get to know yeah, her. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I do, I think they're cute on a certain level, but I think I, I touched on it last week, and you can see it into this week, where you wonder if they're just destined to be mutually destructive, because they're both pretty flaky, and they're both hard partiers. They're so similar. Yes. But they we seem broken to me. They both seem like they have issues, and they're both broken, mm-hmm. and when they get together, it it's like um, it could either do two things it could do something beautiful and awesome and work well or it could be a humongous disaster which is what I'm assuming is what happened in the past Mm -hmm. but there is part of them that could be totally awesome together I think I mean when they were in that costume shop and she's like it was so cute she goes this is what I want my room to look like I was like no I know and he's like me too (laughs) it was just so adorable but I, I got scared. Oh, they have some sort of weird clown fetish that I am not down with. Yeah, I wouldn't be down with the, the clown mask staying on. Yeah, it's not cute. Especially when they were getting intimate. I would not have a clown mask on my man while we're, mm-hmm. you know, having fun. That was kind of creepy. Well, we don't know that much clown. about Lowley, though. <laughs> we don't. We don't really know anything about her, if she's any siblings. like Parents. Where's her parents, parents, parents like, at? Yeah, no one knows. She just kind of... We know she likes alliteration, alliteration, and um, we know she's kind of flaky, but still a good friend. Good friend, but she's not really that responsible, and I noticed she's trying to change. Like, she went to work that day and was like, you know, I'm going to actually do my job this time. She's trying to show that she can be responsible and be an adult, but but she's just so immature to me and just irresponsible, like, all over the place. She has no control. Well, that's what's interesting when uh, the Beavis and Butthead confrontation happens at the Halloween party, because she turns into the adult somehow. Mm Mm-hmm. And Jamie is in college getting high with his roommates or friends, whomever. Weird um, friends on top of that. They're so different than him. <laughs> oh, I was just like, this is not call. I mean, whatever. It's. I'm thinking that was freshman year, maybe. Is he a freshman? Is he 18 years old right now? Because that's like... I don't know. That was a weird scene. Especially, you notice when his sister um, came over to speak to him at his dorm. Mm-hmm. Why was the friend under his bed covered up with pillows and stuff all on him? That I think they're trying weird. to be like, because he was high. Because yeah. they're always high. Oh, okay. Because I was like, uh-oh, what's going on? But it, it made me think, once she was having trouble dealing with him, when he was high, and then his friends come over, and he's not being very thoughtful, um, I'm wondering if this is what happened to have her leave him because you're wondering you're like they're so crazy about each other what happens to and them and then he brought his friends to the halloween party like mm-hmm. she was yeah. pissed like are you kidding me yeah i think they're um they're they're not a good influence on him cuz they like it's just a girl you know so what if you're late you know so well again it could be wrong person wrong place at the wrong time mm-hmm. you know we talked about how that was we thought was Sean and Becca and mm-hmm. we don't know, but now Andy mm. is like full fledged back into the pick. This is so weird. All of this is weird to me. Like <laughs> it, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like here's fine Sean, and then the sexy, sophisticated, nerdy Andy. Two handsome men, but different type of handsome, you know. And she both was with both of them, and now I feel like they're fighting for the love of Becca. You know? Yeah. 
It's the Edward and Jacob problem. Well, wh- all oh, over again. God, well, I'm like, which one's Edward and which one is Jacob? Like, I mean, I'm, I am I have to put them into categories. Like, who is she going to be with? She has to, she doesn't have to. I think she will end up being with one of them. You know, not both. I think so, too. I mean, it's, you know, these are two major people in her life, and they represent they represent different factions of her own personality. One is this, like, side of her personality that wants to be very smart and very, um, very put together. And then the other part is, like, the very artistic, mm-hmm. wild side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she has that. And it, it's good. She's only 23 right now. I know. She, in her head, she's 40. Right. So, again, when we reference, like, you know, her resume and mm-hmm. that... That is why she's getting these jobs. Think about if you could go into a job interview just knowing everything that's going to happen. It would you would amazing. She killed it. She and it's killed her confidence. Every, yeah, you know, she murdered every interview and every single job called her back because you know she's bomb. And then on top of that, she had all these good jobs call her back. She was bold enough to turn them down, and then another great opportunity came. I like that choice. I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. At yeah. first, I was like, she's dumb. Like, she's broke. She needed a job. But then the creative side, mm-hmm. it was like, something's better is coming. And that kind of was a message. Like, sometimes we're so eager. Like, I just want to get a job. I just want to get a job. I want mm-hmm. some money. I want some money. And then, you know, if you just sit and wait and be patient, something else will come that's better for you. That's actually helping her career. She needs a creative side. That's why she's bored. I'm a creative person. I, I wouldn't work well at an insurance company. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just boring. You know what I'm saying? Well, I feel like, you know, we know she lost Lolly in her life. We don't know why. And it seems like ever since that happened, she became this like boring kind of person. Mm-hmm. And Lolly was the one that said in this episode, like, I'm sorry, what do you, what kind of benefits are you talking about? Like, I cannot oh, see yeah. you working at this kind of company. This is ridiculous. So she, in a way, I mean, I think maybe what Becca has come back for is her friendship and the her friendship and more. It's and her that career. Yeah, because Lolly brought something out in her that was not practical, but it was fun and it was going with your gut and just doing what you say you're gonna do or you wanna do. Are you talking about Mr. Hot Todd? No. Oh. I mean like last week, yeah, but clearly Hot Todd's like not gonna, you know make it. I do yeah, like, though, that. I did like, so he's wearing that red shirt that Cameron wears in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Because <laughs> because I'm a nerd, I'm like, wait, what year did that come out? I looked it up. It came out in 1986. I was like, boom, the show's set in 19, uh, 1995. So, having, having uh, this, the Ferris Bueller reference from 1996, it was like, she was like ballparking it. She's like, mm-hmm. maybe they know this, but it Well, it's also funny because right. it's not a thing yet. Like, yeah, that movie, but that movie didn't really become truly epic, I don't think, until a little bit later it, after it came out. It became like cult status mm-hmm. afterwards. Right, and okay, when she... this is your producer. I got I got I'm older than all of you guys. It was epic <laughs> back then. It was epic back Excuse then. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I do feel like it made a renaissance of its own. I feel like, yeah, because I feel like it, uh, for me, I mean, I, I might not be as young as you think I am. <laughs> um, for me, I remember when it first came out, I was like, this is a cool movie, but it's that moment when you get, like, once you, it's like, um, not, I don't want to exactly compare it to Rocky Horror because that literally did, like, not 
happen when it first came out Mm -hmm. and then reach cult status way later and on a totally different level but it's that same thing where it's like something comes out and you're like this and i'm sure i'm sure it was well received you know but it's it's just one of those things where the more you are nostalgic about it and the more you talk about it the bigger it becomes Mm -hmm. so it might have been like oh this is cool when it came out but it it starts to snowball because when you look back on it it's it's so interesting because people who never saw that movie initially when they were younger and you're like watch it now they just don't get it because you've been building up all this like years of like experience with it. Yeah, I mean, it is true though because Hot Todd, I mean, <laughs> he doesn't seem like the brightest crayon in the box and when she makes that reference, he's like my name's not Cameron. Yeah. Basically, is what he yeah. said. She's like, no. <laughs> and then now that you said that, it was so many years before. I'm like, oh, he really is stupid. Hot Todd gives me the jock, you know, just the cute little athlete, you know. Well, she's so beautiful and sexy. It's like, okay, I'm sure he had to have noticed her before when it's like, mm-hmm. you got Hot Todd. I'm like, I whatever. Actually, he got you know, you. What's, you know what's interesting is I don't find, and I. I don't know, like, fans let us know, tweet at us, make comments. I don't actually particularly find this actress that attractive. Hot like, t- No, the no. actress um, who plays... Uh, who, Becca. Who yeah. plays Becca. Becca. Mm, I, I, I think agree. she, to me, she, they just, they put a very average girl in that spot um, to make her more relatable. I think, to me, the more interesting one is Lolly, because she mm. dresses kind of funky... Well, for me, I like the older Becca. She's sexy and cute and sophisticated when she was before her, you know, their time before. But when she came back as a kid, and like you're saying, some of us aren't as cute. But once we grow into ourselves, yes. we're like gorgeous. Yes. But when she did come back, it was like, oh, it's, she's just, uh, you know, she, I love her personality. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I, I, I'm more of the artsy girl. I was the one that was wearing, you know, the purple Doc Martens, you know, the artsy girl. So Lolly, she's very artsy. But Becca, to me, is just maybe the girl next door or something. She reminds me very much of Taylor Schilling's character on Orange is the New Black, yeah. where it's just kind of like that, that like, blonde, everyday kind of, like... The cool blonde girl. The cute blonde girl. Yeah. You're a blonde. Yeah. I... I I think my looks are weird. That's, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> that's a whole other show. That's a whole other show. I'm, I think Laura Ramsey is beautiful, and she transforms into both, you know, different times very well. I also, and I've said this before, she was in She's the Man, and that is one of my, like, old Wait, school. Wait, who things. is she in She's the Man? She's the one that Channing Tatum <laughs> likes at first, Olivia. Oh. Yeah. And then she falls in love with Amanda Bynes. Just, Amanda Bynes. And you were so good in that movie. Yeah, it was Amanda Bynes' Pretending best Pretending that tampons movie. go up your nose. <laughs> I mean, soccer guys apparently say they do that. Anyways, people that did not know that Laura Ramsey was in this movie, it's one of Channing Tatum's first, one of Amanda Bynes' best, and Laura Ramsey is in it, and it's awesome. When I first watched this show, or no, when I saw the preview, you know when you see someone on a scene, you're like, mm-hmm. how do I... And then you don't really want to look it up at first because yeah. you're like, no, I need You're like, to. I will figure it out. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. She's the man. Googled it. Awesome. Anyways, I think she's beautiful. I think she's, like, so skinny. I wasn't. And I, I also skinny. want to make it clear because I don't want it. I don't want. I don't want this to be, like, 
perceived as us like attacking a woman yeah. or not attacking a woman's looks because yeah, no. a show should be bigger than that but looks become an important part in casting and I think the reason for me the reason why she was cast was not because she looks like Cindy Crawford or something like that but because she has a very like accessible everyday kind yeah. of Yeah and I agree like today when the episode started when it zoomed in on her face doing like the faux interview with Lolly I'm like wow she doesn't look great <laughs> She looks kind of crabby, and and then you and then I'm like, oh please God, don't tell me that's her going on an actual interview, put some makeup right. on, and then you you figure out that she's like just talking to Lolly, yeah, which is Lolly's got a great fake British accent. I think she is actually British. Oh really? really? Yeah, because I was like, that was impressive. I was trying to get her on the show, <laughs> oh, um, I'm, I'm emailing with this guy, uh, the PR guy VH1, who I'm very grateful for. We love. We're going to get some really cool guests on, but I was like, we love us some lolly. I think that's what I actually said in my email. <laughs> it was like one of those days where I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna. Lolly's the cool one. Yeah, like, she is the cool Becca's one. the star character, but Lolly is like the cool one, and she's just. A bad girl and she just does whatever <laughs> and she's that young college girl i think that all of us experience once yeah, upon a time I know. we went through that everyone has a lolly in, yeah. inside of them okay um, <laughs> everyone has a lot but i wasn't an airhead like lolly i wasn't airy like uh but yeah. the fun cool lolly that no she's yeah. awesome apparently she's based in the uk and that's why she cannot come on mm-hmm. sadly um Okay, let's get into Andy and Becca and this Melanie. She's such a B word. (laughs) FYI, I cannot stand her at all. She's so whack to me. She's just so basic and she's just, she's being a mean girl because she's insecure with herself. You can tell. She's so insecure. So insecure. And she's not. I'm not going to go into that, but yeah. <laughs> the actress does a great job at being the most annoying person yeah. ever. You're like, you are just doing such a great job. At I being just annoying. hope she's not like that in person. Well, what is it called in acting? I don't think so because I've seen her in interviews, and she actually sure she's lovely. She's, yeah, she's not like that at all, which is why when I I saw her because I've watched a couple of the the clips they have on uh, VH1.com, mm-hmm. um, which everybody should. They're awesome. They, and super fun. Yeah, there are some there's some really cool stuff there, and she she seems so like a person you would mm-hmm. want to be friends with, and you're like, but you transform into this person that nobody would like. I would never be her friend. She's so sarcastic too. It's like, Shut well, okay, up, you know, you mm-hmm. you've done some acting before, so like when you act, what is it when you say a line? It's like what you're not saying. I'm, I I was I went to theater subtext school. subtext yes. Her subtext comes through crystal clear. Mm-hmm. Everything she's saying, it's like, oh, well, you're going through such a hard time. Like, I'm so, so sorry for it. It must be sad. Like, are you depressed? Is everything okay? Yeah, yeah I like, like how she keeps insinuating uh, that, that her she life got is fired terrible. and her life is terrible. That pisses me off. And <laughs> no, I never got fired. I quit. And I quit for a reason. Now you're calling me for help on the job that I quit. And you're depressed. You don't even like the position. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, so the boss her. calls her. And I did like the first thing she did was she called Becca, even though she... Can't given her either. so much crap. Yeah. She's like, what do I do? What did she think? Becca was going to come? And save you? And, like, no, she's a party to go to. Duh. <laughs> and she had to meet Andy, and she planned this out that this was going to happen. Like, for some reason, she knew, oh, my God, uh, she's the new assistant. She's not going to make the party. I'm going to get my fishnets. I'm going to go there and be sexy just for Andy. Mm-hmm. 
you know? It helps to have knowledge of the future. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and he's like, who knew? Like, how weird is this? Yeah. I'm, you're Alice? That's crazy. She, in her, in a way, she <laughs> is almost, like, so. manipulating his poor little big brain. But honestly, I don't, th- at first I thought it was manip- manipulation, but he actually do likes her, and he's miserable with her. Um, you can tell, like with Melanie. Yeah, yeah. he babes. She babies him. She makes like she is the alpha in the relationship. She's controlling and telling him what to do. And so, men do not like that. You can be a boss every now and then, but sometimes let a guy be a guy. You know what I'm saying? She controls everything, and she has something to say about every single thing. And I see him as being himself when he's around Becca. He can be nerdy Andy. You know, and there's a history there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a real history there, and it's interesting because he kept saying. He kept saying that he, Melody, um, Melanie, Melanie, (laughs) accepts him for who he is. And it's like, it's so interesting because that's not actually true. It's like you're watching this disconnect between what he thinks is happening and what we see is happening. Because she tells him, she forces him into this costume he doesn't want to wear. It's literally like a Christmas story all over again. Yeah. That was also very creepy because the exact moment that I saw that costume, I was like, furries? Why? Why? I kind of, I, I went there for a minute, too. I'm like, I was like, I'm tapping into weirdness. I'm not sure what it is. But it was, I mean, they have a weird thing. But am I wrong? I think they said in one of the first episodes that Becca introduced them because she was the yes, temp. Yes, because she was the temp there. Yeah. Oh, she was the temp, the terrible mm-hmm. temp. Yeah. yeah. So she Melanie looks- was the terrible temp girl? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. going to be com- some cool wow. foreshadowing mm-hmm. in that we know she's going to suck and really do something messed up. Yeah. She's she does mess up. suck. I mean, but then at the same time, we find out later in the episode that she does know that Andy kissed her, that they kissed. Right. Yes. And she's been all these innuendos. She's been saying, um, "Never have I ever, never have I ever made out with someone's boyfriend." Made out with someone's boyfriend. <laughs> oh, I was just. And then the way she handled it, Becca was just like, mm-hmm. "Drink." <laughs> Looked right at her like, "Who hasn't done that?" Phoebe was like, "Well, who hasn't?" Well, that was you great. Know? That's when I started to like Phoebe. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. "All right, Phoebs." She's kind of cool. She's warming up. Just give her some alcohol, and yeah. she's actually fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so when they. Becca and uh, Melanie. When Melanie comes into the bar, let's talk about what happens. There's a huge freaking wave, just torrential thing that happens. She sees Becca and Andy. She's doing, Becca does this thing to Andy, you know. She's like, oh, well, you never did this. Or like, you're all, you were always this. And he's like, what are you talking about? How do you remember when we were babies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she goes back and refers to baby as her safe zone. But she's really Yeah, she's thinking, like, yeah. like, what are you talking about? She's I like, um, remember when we were kids? Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, no, but sure, yeah. But totally. the, for her to walk in, if I was the girlfriend, if they never kissed, I, it didn't look to me like they were cheating. Just, you know? Yeah. It didn't look bad for her to be like, oh, my God, you're cheating or whatever the heck she said. It, it wasn't that serious. It was just like two friends up close talking. I like. think it just piled up on her because she, you know, she was in this position where she thought she was getting the great job. Mm-hmm. And this girl left and she was like, finally, I get what I want. I get the guy. I get the job I want. And knowing this information was probably sitting on her, especially knowing that the job is crap. In the first place, mm-hmm. like now she knows it's crap, and so she was probably just super frustrated and saw the whole thing as a setup, and then saw like 
First of all, I couldn't make the party. I walk in late. You're not in the costume that I want you to wear. Mm-hmm. You're in something totally different that I don't approve of. And you're here with Miss Pretty Blonde, and she's all up on you. And she's dressed in my costume. Yeah, in a sexier version, because yeah. her costume didn't look that good. She looked no. like a grandma, like a maid. Or well, something. and then she's probably thinking, like, oh, my God, Becca made his tub overflow. So I could have to go to my bosses. And <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's crazy. Yeah, she probably would think Well, that. I mean, it kind of looks – because Becca really does kind of know, like, she doesn't know his tu- the boss's tub is going to overflow and do all that stuff. But, like, she knows what kind of happens that night. She knows they end up getting in a fight. Things change with this new, you know, future, but she knows they're not going to last. Mm-hmm. And she knows what they're dressed up as. Yeah. So – yeah, she's taking advantage of it a mm-hmm. little bit. But then she's saying the future, Melanie or Melissa? Melanie. Melanie and them broke up anyway. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what's yeah. going on? You guys aren't meant to be anyways. I'm marrying him in the future, so right. calm down. It's okay. Like, I mean, I think that is where she's coming from. Like, why she has such little guilt for, mm-hmm. like, what she's doing. Because it is manipulative. If she, But she doesn't know if she's really going to marry him in the future. Because her life, she wants to change her life. Right. So, okay. What ends up happening is she gets pissed, throws a temper tantrum. Sean hears it. Who's there with Paige? Paige. Don't know if I like this girl. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier. Paige and Sean. I, don't I know. actually like Paige. I don't. I feel like. I feel like Paige is going to be because it's a character that um, that Becca didn't really know, and now she knows her, and she's in this situation where she has th- this extra friend. I could see her being either an extra friend or or an accidental like person who comes and starts dating Sean. See, Becca to me is a distraction. And she was a distraction as I feel like the writer wrote her in as a distraction. She was I mean Paige. Paige, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, Paige. She was a distraction ever since the the palm reading club and she's trying to tell her how to your friend shouldn't talk to you like that. And then she's coming in the picture and then they're getting close and she's trying to take the BFF um position. You know how we girls are when we have our BFF it's like, wait a minute, who's this new girl trying to come in our clique? Mm. And she's like trying to be so friendly and it's just pissing me off because I know how girls are and then this whole Sean thing that pissed me off well you know I think my gut feeling she's a good girl Lolly is pretty good judgment even though she's crazy Lolly is drawn to this girl she likes her I kind of like her character thus far but then when she started talking this episode and I knew it you know you knew the second she's like well I have this new guy I didn't catch I don't know if he's coming tonight and I'm like oh god oh are you kidding me see you know what's funny is I thought it was going to be the the Todd or the, the, the Todd or Tom guy or whatever the one night stand guy. No, oh well, that wouldn't have. You know mattered. who I thought it was going to be the 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 black guy. The oh Xavier, Xavier. the time Xavier. Xavier. Guy. So this whole time I'm like, oh my gosh, he's about to date Xavier. No, and I never thought Sean. God, no, he got to come back. He's got to come back, Xavier. But Sean, it's so funny because I thought it was pretty obvious. Uh, I was like, oh. Now no. I feel dumb. Really? I do too. The whole time I was like, Xavier, like, who else is she going to date? Definitely no. not Ty. Well, I think maybe, you know, because the preview from last week, it shows him, Sean, walking into the bar in, like, oh, okay. some, like, bandana around his head. Like, like, Axl Rose. So cute and bad. He's, like, it, a badass. See, it doesn't help, though, that, um, because they're both, like, I, I said this um, in the in the in the last episode, but... Hollywood basically, it, it takes all these people that are already, like, attractive and then puts them on, like, these weird scales of, like, varying attractiveness. <laughs> I don't know. It, so it's hard to compare because you're, like, 
Yeah, the nerdy guy is not really, like, in real life would not be a nerd because he's very attractive. Yeah. We saw his abs this episode. So. Yeah, so we're all, like, we're just <laughs> comparing, we're comparing, like, different versions of attractive apples. I Yeah, I think that's his, like, okay, everyone knows it's that one bad, rough motorcycle biker artsy guy, and then it's the blazer suit professional you know, was a nerd and now he gets all the girls type of guy. And mm-hmm. she has best of both worlds and it's kind of hard because I feel like she's going to have to, at the end, she's going to be fighting over which one, badass it, or sexy. And it didn't help though. He comes in, he's dressed like Axel, like back in the day, not like current Axel. Um, <laughs> and and they, they're playing that poison song underneath and him. Like looking, and he's got like oh, the look so and the cute. lighting. And I was like, that ain't fair. Because, like, the other guy didn't get all that, and now this guy looks super yeah. good to her because he, of that. He walked in And he so could just put his man cute. bun up and, like, tuck it he in, you know? hair. He can, <laughs> the man it's bun's a thing cute. now. I think he could probably be rocking I it Actually, soon. I saw a BuzzFeed article, because they are not on BuzzFeed, but a BuzzFeed <laughs> article that was all about hot man buns today. Yeah, I think that Sean just started rocking a hot man bun because his ends did not look awesome tonight. <laughs> did you say he had split ends? Well, yeah, that's what I was basically saying. Yeah, you need a deep some... condition and a clip. Yeah. Well, we saw tonight though, which I thought was super interesting, um, because when Paige and and Sean go outside and they talk and she confronts him, mm-hmm. you see that um, anger and temper in him that Becca has been referring to this whole yeah. thing that we've never really seen. He, it's very quick. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's, I can't remember, it's exactly what he said. It's like, well, you don't know what you're talking yeah. about, so stop talking yeah. or something. And that kind of, like, it, it also pointed to, like, a little bit of shady characterness where we know, um, like, we now see where maybe he would pull, like, pull a, a low punch in, in a fight where mm-hmm. he's like, well, I'll take you home tonight and show you who I, and I was like, yeah. that, that is low. Little, that was a low blow, and punching him was a low blow, too. Like, mm-hmm. come on, innocent little Andy, like... Ooh, and Andy wouldn't him. do that to to anybody, you know. No. That's a but difference. he kind of loved it. He did. <laughs> yeah, he was sitting nurse. there like, "Oh, she's rubbing the ice on me. I took this for you. I got yeah. this for you." He's gonna look in the mirror like, "Yeah, I got that because of Becca." And he's like, "I hope it scars, so I can yeah. tell this story for the rest of my life." Because that was the a love and basketball thing. moment. Have you guys ever seen love and of basketball? Of course. So you remember the scar, and she's like, "Oh, happy body," looking in the mirror like, <laughs> "That that's what it was to me." Yeah, no, he feels you know like a man, kind of all of a sudden. But she's cleaning him up, and he kind of confesses that he has feelings for her. Yo, that scene right there, I was like, oh no, he didn't. Because <laughs> he slicked it in, so he's like, well just tell her the truth, basically. Like, well just tell her, you don't have any feelings. He was like, but then I'll be lying. Mm-hmm. And, and she's I like, like, I love that about yeah. you. And then he's he's like, in his, in present day, let's say Andy is the same age as Becca, that he's 23. Um, or, I think he's a little give her, older. Give her to a couple years. Give her to a couple years. Still, when, when someone says, I love, I love that you can't lie. Yeah. Like, I love that you always tell the truth. It's something that like, he has always been and has always done and kind of is like, very ingrained in him and, in his head, he's probably thinking, this girl knows me. She knows my soul, everything. But no, she gets to know him and his soul, but, like, in the future. Mm-hmm. I think this whole time he secretly 
of course, they grew up since kids. He always had a crush on her. Mm-hmm. But since he was the, like, outcast, nerdy guy, was like, I'm never going to get her. She's the beautiful blonde. And now that she comes back knowing, you know, everything that's going on, she's pursuing him. Actually, it's, like, catching him off guard. Like, I don't have to work to get her. She's chasing me type yeah. of thing. Because, you know? like, she knows me. She knows who I am, who I'm going to yeah. be kind of thing. What was the thing? And now I can't, like, find it in my notes or anything that she said to him about who you should be with. Like, she said something to the effect yeah. of, like, you should be with someone who, like, you're excited about every time you see them or something. Something, and then effect. she referred to his video games or whatever thing he does with the guys the, or something. Uh, Dungeons of, and Dragons. Uh, the, yeah, yeah Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons. That, mm-hmm. Something, she mentioned that, too. Basically, what she described was not Melanie at all. Right, but it also wasn't her. But yeah. she... Exactly. Well, the the interesting thing is what we're told when she's marrying him is that she's, he's not that guy for her. He's not the guy who gives her, like, the butterflies every time mm-hmm. she sees him. It's Sean that does that. But she's relentlessly pursuing him even though she said this to him. Like, you should be with someone who makes you super excited. Yeah. I mean, you should always find a guy that loves you more than you love him. He loves her so much, mm-hmm. you know? And always had. He's, like, here to torch yeah. for her, it seems, yeah. forever. And that her approaching him after she is less left Sean at the altar, it he's like, I'm ready. Like, I've been waiting for you forever. Oh, wow. This is going to get good. <laughs> I know. It's going to get really good, especially because of the scenes for next week. I just got the chills talking yeah. about it. Because I didn't see them. It looks sad, them though. It looks like a sad No, it looks sad because here's like, the thing uh-oh. is when you do time travel – from experience, I'll tell you this. Um, personal experience. Personal experience. Sam has time travel. She's actually, she's really 45, guys. <laughs> she looks good. I'm 445, okay? 445. Yeah. Um, but you can change things. That's, uh, you know, a back to the future, everything. Like, you yeah. can mess things up. And, um, okay, let's get into predictions then for next week. That's what we're going to talk about. And now, you're after Buzz TV. All right, where can we find you, Allison? Everyone, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at That's A Law, T H A T S A L A W. I'm on Twitter at 123Jackie underscore B, on Instagram at 123Jackie B, all one word. And I. I really like talking to you guys. I talk on YouTube, I talk on Twitter, so please reach out to me. Yes, I agree with everything Jackie said. Continue to reach out to us again after Biz TV and all the different social networks. Sam Davidson here, SamD43, Twitter and Instagram. You can find me online at samdavidsonentertainment.com. I talked so fast. I'm so <laughs> super impressed with myself. She's a rapper. Yo, wow. yeah. Time traveling rapper. Yeah. I know. I've been around twister. for a while, okay? Uh, let's talk about some predictions here. Um. Well, my prediction it's it's all over the place right now. Um, I don't want to get in my emotions because I, I love uh, Sean and I love Andy. Like, those are the two type of guys I probably would date. And I feel like at the end, she's going to be faced with, do I marry him or do I marry him? You know what I'm saying? So she's going to be faced with a pick and choose, and she's either going to have to go with Andy or go with Sean. And that's my prediction. Like, it's, it's the love of Becca right now. Everyone's trying to fight for her love. Uh, my other prediction is I think Lolly and them are going to get in another argument like before, but it's going to be a different situation. Mm-hmm. It may not be because of her brother. It may be because of Paige. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? But they're going to argue again, and it's going to get real close to them falling out again. Mm-hmm. Um, Paige, I have to warm up to her. So right now she's just a question mark. I don't know if I like her yet. 
And Melanie, I can't stand her, and <laughs> I just wish nothing but the best. No, not at all. I don't. I don't want good things to happen with her. So her character. Yeah, her character. Her as a person. So she's just lovely. Yeah. But yeah, those love to have you on the show, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love for it to end up where she's trying to decide between these two guys and then, like, a third person comes in and it's totally unexpected. Xavier. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I was here all along and right. I knew because I traveled through time. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. I mean, it's an interesting point because she she does need it. I always think a time travel buddy, like a guide. Yeah. But he hasn't been around in a few yeah, he's, he's leaving her on her own to time travel by herself. I'm like, how rude. Yeah, he did try to almost talk to her that one time, and then she got distracted by her phone, and he, like, disappeared. Yeah. In the one scene. So, I don't know. Maybe she needs to reach out to him. He's a spirit, and she's not focusing in on this, and she's doing too much part. I don't think stuff. he's a spirit yet in no. 1995, to be honest. Like, I, I feel like uh, it's in the future that he <laughs> dies and becomes, and God's like, oh, hey, you're going to be a time travel guide. And he's like, okay, cool. And then he goes down and helps Becca, but... I don't know. It's very. They're good. not exploring this enough, basically. Yeah, we need to like figure out more about the time travel mm-hmm. and all of this. Um, I personally think that Lolly and Becca are going to sadly have another bad fight that's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. That is meant to happen, and perhaps Becca will know how much it hurts her in the future, so she will fix it. But everything that happens is going to happen. Uh, we see in the next episode that someone crashes their car. Um, and that is at, and I think the promos are leading us to believe that it might be Andy, Andy. because we see him fighting with mm-hmm. Melanie at the bar who is, uh, flirting. doing like a flirty pool thing with Sean. Mm. Yeah. So then we think, you know, he might drive away, crash his car. I don't know. I hope it's none of the main characters, but the truth is, like I said, when you go back in time, you can mess, mess things up. up. I think that's what's going to happen is that she's going to be like, oh my God, I didn't. I didn't know that me doing that was going to affect, like, this move so far in the future, whatever. And what about that road trip? That kind of threw me off with the three of the girls in the car, Paige, Becca, Lolly. Yeah, it's going to be some drama. It's going to be super awkward, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, well, anyone else have an idea, um, I, I just want to, I, I recently watched the series Flash Forward. That was, like, a one-season canceled series. Um and it's it's actually fascinating because now that I'm watching this, I'm like, there's so many, uh, not that the shows are remotely anything alike, but they both deal with, like, how do you change the future? And, like, if you know your future, like, what are steps you can take to get there? And can you can you ultimately change it? Someone's got to write a book. Maybe it'll be me. Maybe it'll be you. Because <laughs> you, you are a time traveler. Apparently. Okay, well, I plugged us all earlier. Thank you guys so much for watching. We love this show. We will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.